Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi everybody, it's Russ from MyHammers11. I hope you're all safe and well. News channel, please consider subscribing, hitting that bell icon so you're made aware of any time we have new content on. We have videos going up daily, but sometimes two, three times a day. And I won't want you to miss any interview, any story, um, any player interview, including today. You can see we've got, it's only bloody Shaka, wrong way, it's only bloody Shaka Islop. The man played over 150 times at the club, two spells, played in the FA Cup final, and he's roasting because he's got no AC. <laughs> hey, Apart from that, I'm all right. I'm doing good. I'm doing very well, right. And just, just to allay anyone's fears, yes, he does have a Newcastle United, you know, thing, but he's got a West Ham shirt, and so there we're okay. Go. Yeah. <laughs> how you doing, man? How's, how, how's life treating you in this weird world we live in at the moment? Very well, Ross. I have to say I'm, I'm one of the um, fortunate minority in that uh, my work hasn't been too disrupted um, given given the pandemic. I, as you may or may not know, I work with ESPN in, in yeah. the US. So we've been able to record from home. Um, so thankfully, um, as I say, it's it's not been too bad in, in that regard. And my family and I have, have managed to stay safe uh, so far. So far, thank God, thank God for God. That's all that matters, to be honest, isn't it? Um, now, it. obviously, yeah, because I, I saw you and... Uh, I see you and Frank LeBouf having a uh, a bit of a spat line. <laughs> <laughs> the Chelsea game. That was quite funny. That was quite funny. But it's good to at least have football back. So you've got something more to talk about. You know, something that, that, more than anything. Right. Even, even in this strange footballing world of, of no fans and, and kind of the, the fake crowd noise that, that the, the broadcasters are, are piping through, it's good to have football back. And, and, and it's good that um, all the decisions around this season are going are gonna to happen on the field, uh, as opposed to, well, let's extrapolate this, that, or the other. And um, I, there's, there's huge value to that and it shouldn't be underestimated. No, you're totally right. You're totally right. And uh, yeah, and you know, to, to some extent, it's good that football's back. You know, West Ham have had a bit of a, 
Uh, uh, rocky, but it's the West. It's the West Ham way, Shaka. We're used to it. So uh... yeah, l- listen, I, I, I accept that. But give me mid-table mediocrity over over these, you know, end of the season bite your nails. Can we beat Chelsea again? And who? It's 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 too much, Ross. It, it, just give me mid-table. I'm taking it. I'm taking it. <laughs> It's so true. It's so true. We we always moan. We don't want to be one of those mid-table teams, but I think we'd swap we'd swap anything for Newcastle or anything like That's that at right. the moment. I tell exactly, you. exactly, exactly. But it is what it is. Anyway, well, anyway, the whole idea of the, the channel shack is is to basically find out about its stories. Really, it's about understanding uh, from a fan's perspective why they became a West Ham fan, and from a mm. player's perspective how you became a West Ham fan. So obviously, you know we. You played for us in, in two spells, but that first spell, um, you know, how did it happen? Uh, you know, how did you get the call and, and why West Ham, basically? Well, um, listen, actually, in 1998, I think it was where the Bosman ruling came in, came into effect in English football, which said going out of contract, you can move on yeah. a free transfer. I was, I was just going out of contract uh, up at Newcastle. Um, Kenny Dalglish had brought in Shea Given, so I felt the time was right for me to, to move to move away. Yeah. Um, my agent at the time, Jonathan Barnett, and, and Stella Management, um, very close with, with Les Sealy, who was the goalkeeper coach and my goalkeeper coach at West Ham, and they reached out to me and, and uh, asked if, if that was a move I'd, I'd, I'd consider. Um, I spoke to Heidi Redknapp about it, spoke to Les Sealy about it, had no inhibitions about it, about the move at all. And it came together really, really quickly. I mean, it was done much earlier on, on in, in the year. I mean, eventually it was uh, July 1st, I think was the official transfer date. It yeah. was done earlier in the year. and kind of put away in, 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 a, in, a, in a draw, so to, so to speak, between Harry Redknapp and Peter Story. And, and I became a West Ham player. It, it was as simple as that. Yeah. Uh, I love it. Yeah, sometimes things like that just happen quickly, don't they? And yeah. I mean, I mean that year. I mean, obviously the season before for West Ham, we had quite a few goalkeepers. We had like Bernard Lamar, and you know it yeah. was always chop and change. So it was nice to get a you know a recognised number one in. And that season was was. I mean, you won Hammer of the Year that season, I think, didn't you? I did. Yeah, ninety eight, ninety nine, won Hammer of the Year. I, I won Hammer year that season. We finished fifth, so brought European football back to yeah. back to Upton Park, albeit through the Intertoto Cup, but. We brought European football back, back up to Park. Um, and yeah, it, it was it was an extraordinary season. I mean, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. I, I think only two teams kept more clean sheets than us. Manchester United with Peter Schmeichel and Arsenal with, with David Seaman. Okay. But I think we had something like the, first, the fifth worst defensive record over the course of the season. When we conceded, we conceded a lot. We kept a lot of clean sheets, but but once you got one bias, it um, you you tended to get a whole lot a whole lot bias in in, in the end, and and that was the story of our season. But yeah. you know, as much as as that may reflect badly on on me as a goalkeeper in terms of the in number of goals you conceded, it's the kind of team I like playing playing yeah. with, with with Russ. That we attacked, we entertained, we we had fun, you know, and 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 for me. And which is why I call myself a West Ham fan to, to this day. It's the most fun I had playing football. I, I didn't enjoy uh, I, I, my, my football anywhere near as much anywhere else um, other than Upton Park. 
Yeah, and I think that's why people warm to you, Shaka. And that that sort of era, that just that Redknapp era, that you know we were very successful, but it was fun. And you know, and you know, end of the day, we're never going to win the league. We'll be, you know, we're not in it for the football. Being a West Ham fan, we've backed the wrong horse if that's the case. But um, yeah, yeah, but it's about being entertained. And you had, I mean, you had some incredible characters in that dressing room uh, throughout your that time, yeah. you know. And it was, and that's what people loved. They loved to be entertained and. And you know, obviously, you had, you know, certain Italians who, uh, yeah. who got the got the headlines, and but of there course. was every every one. They, you know, as you said, I can so see why that time was so much fun for you because it was fun for the fans as well, and it, it sort it, of it was. bounced off each other. Uh, absolutely, and I know we'll get into to my team later on, but when you look at the personalities involved in that team, from Paolo Di Canio and his um, eccentric brilliance. To the likes of and and um, Razor Ruddock, uh, Razor uh, Razor come Razor Ruddock, uh, Ian Wright coming in, uh, they brought a personality to, yeah. to that dress room that listen, I wasn't there obviously be, before, but they came in and um, Razor would, would come in for every game with his boombox and it would be Elvis Presley in, in dress room before games and after games when we won. You know, that was the kind of fun that, that we had, you know, and, and Ian Wright, listen, Wrighty had his best years at Arsenal. There, there's yeah, no yeah. taking anything away from that. Um, but him coming in with his experience and him just being one of the lads in, in the dressing room, I, I think uh, had, a, had a big, a very big effect on the likes of Frank Lampard, Michael Carrick, Rio Ferdinand, who went on to brilliance themselves. But as young players in that team, to share a dressing room with Ian Wright and see how he was just one of the lads, as I just say, how he carried himself, how he applied himself in, in, in the training ground, I think served those guys in their careers um, in, in a way that um, I, I don't think many people would, would, would recognise. No, you're totally right. I can so understand that. And yeah, you're right. It's just... It was, I mean, I used to, I, as a fan, I mean, they, they do say when you're sort of 16, 17, it's the music, that's the music you love the most. And I think that's the same with football. Yeah. That, that was when I loved football the most because it was, you said, it was a crazy time. And as a, as a player, you know, you had Harry, you know, doing a deal as well. You had the influx yeah. of these amazing young players coming through from the academy. It was such an exciting time. He said to finish fifth, you know, and European and into Tota Cups. And yeah, yeah. it was, it was a great, great, great time. And, uh, and as I said, to, you know, to cap it off by winning hammer of the year. I mean, what's it like for a player winning, you know, the fans award, basically. How yeah. does it make you feel? For, for, for me, it was, was really special and continues to be to this day. Um, you know, I, I had, uh, a lot of ups and downs during my time at, yeah, at Newcastle. Yeah. And, and, I, and I felt, you know, I, I needed that change. Um, I, as, as I said before, I wasn't quite sure what, you, what the future held for me, given Shea Given uh, and, and Kenny Diagles that worked together at Blackburn. Yeah, uh, but then coming, coming into, coming into to Newcastle, again, you're not quite sure what to expect. And it's, 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 football is, is a tough place to be. You know, fans mm -hmm. have, have a certain expectation. That you um, that you deliver the kind of football, you deliver the kind of professionalism, and in terms of West Ham, you deliver the kind of, of excitement that 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 those fans demand from from their yeah, teams. Yeah. And as you rightly say, oftentimes, especially clubs like West Ham, it's, it's not about the result; 
It's not just about winning. It's about playing Ron Greenwood style of football and delivering what fans expect and respecting the chicken run for who they are and how long they, they've been tuning out to, to see West Ham play. Whether West Ham have been good, bad or indifferent, they've showed up and they've had, had their, their voices heard. And you, you have to respect that. So coming in, it's, it's, sometimes, it's sometimes tough, it's sometimes uncertain. Um, and then, you know, so, so for me, it, 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 had, it had that same uncertainty. I think what, what helped me very early on is first, our first game of, of that season, we went away to Sheffield Wednesday. I kept a clean sheet. We won 1-0. Ian Wright with a, with a late goal. Our first home game of that season was Manchester United. And this was right off the back of the 98 World Cup with David Beckham oh, and, yeah. and the fans and, and their reaction to him. And, and that was, was the focus. So it was almost good for me in that the focus wasn't about the team. The focus was about, was about somebody else. So we could just go out there and, and play our game without that kind of expectation, without that kind of uncertainty. And I kept a clean sheet. We drew nil-nil with Manchester United. And this is, this is the United that went on to, to do the trouble, 1999, right? That West Ham had just signed Dwight York. They did the trouble in 1999, kept a clean sheet against them and, and drew nil-nil. Um, and, and to this day, I still remember leaving Upton Park after that game, which, let, 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 let me just say, it's a baptism of fire. Like, I don't think there is any equal in, in football. Because if you remember the old Upton Park, the players used to park in this little small parking lot right next to, to um, the, the, what was it, yeah. the bowling? Was it pub? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was, yeah. It, what was the pub called yeah, right yeah, there? Bowling, the, yeah, the bowling, yeah, yeah. The bowling. Yeah, You come out of there. If you haven't played well, that is a tough drive. That is a tough drive because fans are outside the gate. There's no quick escape. There's nah, no quick are, escape. Nah. So, um, so for me, coming out after after that game, um, after and, and I played well, um, that was, you know, fans came out and came out the pub and applauded me. And all of a sudden, I felt like, right, I can play my football now. I've gotten that, you know, that the, the initial cobwebs and, and the first couple of games nerves out of the way. I can just settle down and play my football now. And uh, it became a whole lot easier from there. Yeah. And and as I said, and then that culminated in just you just kept growing. The, That's right. Uh, yeah, That's and the right. fact I mean you've got to think all these all these all these fantastic, you know you know, I mean in in terms of, you know, the goals and the skill mm. and the stuff, but for you to win Hammer of the Year that year as well is just the icing on the cake, isn't it, really, for you? I mean, it, it was. It, 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 it will always be a, um, a special achievement for me um, yeah. and, and, and a season that I look back on with, with a lot of fun. Yeah. Because, I mean, you, you go through the history, not many keepers have won Hammer of the Year. You no, know, no, um, not a lot. Not, not, not many. A lot. So yeah. It's, it's a fantastic achievement. And obviously, you know, is it then, then the, the next year, obviously, yeah, we'll go for I'm not going to go through it for sort of season by season, but obviously you broke your leg and then, you know, yeah. it's sort of struggles like, um, and then obviously you, know, you went and then you came back, you came back. Yeah. Shaka. yeah. How, how did that happen? How did you, how did it come? Yeah. You came back. What, what was, well, what was the I'll process? You, I, I don't mind touching on, on the other season yes, because I, I right. think they're, they're the, those stories to, to be told as well. Yes. So the following season, I, I thought I started really well and, and, yeah, and yeah. we were playing did, well yeah. and, and, and going and, and then I, um, I broke my leg against yeah. uh, Bradford City. That was um, in February of in February of, of so that would have been two thousand. Yeah. And you know, let, let alone fact, uh, 
a week before that, so a week before that game, so in the in the week to that game, Harry pulled me and, and said, "Listen, I'm you know really happy with with how you're playing, with what, how things have gone. Um, we need to sit down and talk talk about a new contract and set a meeting up for for Harry Peter Story and, and my agent Jonathan yeah. Barnett it was supposed to be that Monday." Oh. And I, I broke I broke my leg on 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 the Saturday. I was actually supposed to be flying to the U.S. to join up the Trinidad Tobago national team um, to to play in the Gold Cup here in the U.S. Yeah. Right after that game, had my suitcases in the car oh. because the plan was to leave straight from that game and head straight to Heathrow um, to fly out. To, uh, I think we were based. I can't remember. I think we, it was either New York or LA. Anyway, I can't remember. Yeah. We, we the Trinidad team was based out based out in the states. Had my, had my bags in the car, had to go to a hospital because uh, I, I broke my leg. Um, and, and that was the end of, of any contract talks. Uh, the following season, I came back way too early. Our yeah. first game our first game of that 2000-2001 uh, season, we were away to Chelsea, Stamford Bridge. Um, and I, I still remember, like, I, I, would, I would be running and my, my ankle would give out to me every so... Every show so often without any kind of forewarning. Yeah. I remember warming up for that game and just running across the top of my box and my ankle just giving out and I take a tumble. And now I'm going to be playing Chelsea at Stanford Bridge. This is no way for me to for me to, to be going to that game. But um, like everything else, I, I, you know, I'm giving it my best. You ask yeah. me to play, I'm going to say yes. I'm going to give you my best. Um, I, I can do no more. And, and we went out there and I'm... Uh, Memory saved me. We were embarrassed. I think I conceded four, um, but that 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 season, as a result, never got going for me yeah. um, because I, I just came back too early and just kept picking up injuries. Never got going for the team. Harry was eventually replaced. Glenn Roda came in, mm. um, and then going into the last game of the season, Glenn Roda pulls me preseason and says, "This I'm about to sign David James." In all honesty, I don't expect you to play a single game this season. You know, David James is just that good, that consistent. Mm. Um, and then David goes and and he injures himself, plays yeah. England. And Glenn Road has to know, after telling me he doesn't expect me to play a single <laughs> game, you can imagine the mood I'm in and, and how that how yeah. that's affected me. He's yeah. now saying, well, you know, I, I need to play. And, and uh, Russ, I, I, I say this almost embarrassingly, I, I had clocked out, you know. I yeah. Once once well, you, once a manager sense. loses, yeah. Once a manager loses a player, it's, it's hard to get him back, and um and I I, I struggled, and then I joined Harry at Portsmouth. Mm. We got we got promoted at at Pompey the same season that West Ham were coming, so we swapped places. Yeah. Um, we under under Glenn Roder, so it was a little bit of um a vindication, certainly yeah. for for, Not, for me yeah. and Harry, which which we spoke about. Uh, we we stayed up. Um, and then a new manager came in at, at Pompey, Alan Perrin. Um, I just didn't fit what he was doing. Uh, and he told me the day before, so my time at Pompey, um, one, of, one, of the, um, one of the board directors came to me probably around March and said, we'll be offering you a player coaches deal at the end of the season. We want you to stay on uh, as, as, as player goalkeeper coach. So I was like, fine, you know, I'm at this point I'm 34, 35 years old. Yeah, thinking I, I'm thinking this is perfect. Yeah. And then the Friday before the last game of the season, Alan Perrin comes to me and says, Listen, we're not keeping you after all. You'll you'll have to find another club. So now this just throws me. This just throws me in, in all kinds of all kinds of places, you know. Um 
And then all of a sudden, you know, so I go through the entire summer not knowing what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. I've got a wife and at that point, four kids, Jeez. not knowing what, 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 what's to come. Uh, Preseason comes and all of a sudden I get this call um, from, from Alan Pardew saying, listen, I've, I've got um, Roy Carroll here, brought him in from Manchester United. He's going to be our number one. Uh, but I want somebody to test him and, and keep him honest. Yeah. I thought, yeah, I, I, I can do that. I'm, I'm up for that challenge to, to keep Roy Carroll honest. Um, and, and that's what I did. You know, I came yeah. in, I played in, in the League Cup um, as, as needed, but Roy would play. He'd pick up a little injury every now and then, so I'd get a couple of games. Yeah. Um, and then he got injured. Um, I, think I, I think I might have played the third round of the FA Cup anyway, and then he came in. And then Roy got injured and was out for a few weeks. And we went on this cup run. And we were playing well. And, you know, the old, the old adage, you can't change a winning team. Yeah. And, and that was it. So I just kept playing, man. We yeah. just kept winning. And, you know, we, we ended up finishing that season in ninth. But we were better than that. You know, once yeah, we started definitely. going deep in the cup, we, we, you know, we knew we were safe. Mm. We knew, you know, we'll, we're going to finish top four. And so results in the league started to slip. So ninth wasn't a fair representation no, of I agree. how good yeah. we were. But we were, going, we were going well in the cup. And, and yeah. we, just, we just kept going. And, uh, you know, culminating in, in that every cup final. Exactly. Yeah. And, and and talking about that, I mean, you're probably bored to death talking about Shaq, to be honest, but what's it like playing an FA Cup final? I think you're the, I think you're the first person I've, no, it's not, tell a lie, but you're the first, in the modern, in the 2006, no, mm. it's not, no, it's the second one, sorry. No, anyway, the first goalkeeper, that's the, the first goalkeeper right. I've spoken to. What's it like playing an FA Cup final? Um, it, it, it's, I'll be honest, Ross, it's the thing of, of, of boyhood dreams. You yeah. know, I I grew up in Toronto Tobago where, you know, you had two two channels on TV. This is before cable TV. I'm I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm aging myself here. But this is before <laughs> cable TV and one of the um one of the shows that I watched religiously as a as a kid growing up was called Road to Wembley, which is all about the FA Cup and um the, the stories and the history around the FA Cup is not just for the for the English or for the British. No. It, it is that's a global competition and that resonates with, with football fans with, on, on all four corners of, of, of the planet. Um, so it, I, it, it, it was a special place for me. Um, I was part of the Newcastle team that played in the, I think, in the 98 FA Cup final. Mm. Um, but, you know, this was just before I joined West Ham. But she, she started, I, I was on the bench for that. Yeah. Um, but now to, to be playing. Um, it, it was it was everything you, you know you talk about from little things like getting fitted for suits and, yeah. and all the hype that that goes around it and and the excitement and, and I mean that year was was at uh, uh, the Millennium Stadium in, in in Wales you know it's just so much about it that, that captures the imagination um, and 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 it lived up it lived up to all yeah. of that. Yeah, yeah, it did. It was, yeah. I, I mean, I was there. Obviously, it was a, it was our third year in a row we'd gone to Cardiff because obviously we had two playoffs beforehand. Right. Um, and yeah, it was just it was one of those. It, it's it's the weirdest game I've ever had because you walk out, and I've never had a situation where the away team's gone to away supporters. 
they end up shaking our hand as we were crossing each other in Cardiff, going, right. should, have won, should have won that. Should have won yeah. that. We were, was, yeah, yeah, it's too fucking right. Yeah, 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 yeah. And obviously you saved one of the penalties, didn't you? Is it Hippie's penalty you saved in there? Well, yeah, in one the... of them. Um, I, you know, I, I felt even penalty shootouts, a lot of it is about momentum. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we had the lead twice, I believe. And then, you know, um, was it CC scored the first equalizer, and then Gerard yeah. the second, and then Gerard in, in, in injury time at yeah. the end of the game. And then, and then in uh, in in extra time, yeah, I remember Pep Reina producing this incredible save. I mean, it was it was phenomenal, um, which sometimes gets lost in in, in the talk around that yeah, yeah, final. Yeah, I agree. And then after that, we we'd already made three substitutions. Marlon here would um, twisted his ankle really badly, and 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 he, he couldn't move. He, no, he, he could barely stand up, um, but. We couldn't, we couldn't make a substitution because we'd already made all, all three. So he's just on the field and just and really just standing on the field. And then somehow he's standing six yards out and the ball falls to him in oh, acres was, of space. Of all people, the one person who can't... And, and you know, to, to this day, my heart breaks because I can still see it where he can't even move, you know, and just has to throw a leg at it. And anybody else on, on the field... Including myself, you know, might, might very well have, you know, it, it, it was just, it, it was that easy a chance. But, and, and I know because I, I was in the dressing room afterwards yeah. with Marlon and I know how bad his injury was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so your heart breaks for, for Marlon, who would give him so much. And, and, and as you said, had, had come through, um, you know, playoffs and um, with, with, with West Ham. So it, it was it was tough, and then kind of going in, going into penalty, you felt so many things at that point went against us. Yeah. You know, momentum really was was with Liverpool, yeah, no, and, and, and so it so it proved. Yeah, no, I agree. No, it was. I mean, it's one of those. It's probably the last classic FA Cup final mm. we've had. I mean, they tend to be quite boring affairs now. Do you know what I mean? It's like they yeah. they put them at five thirty in the UK. That was right. the last one, wasn't it? I mean, everyone still talks about that when they talk yeah, about the great yeah. modern day. And uh, yeah, it's it's um, yeah. I, I still see. I, I, you know, <laughs> where I was positioned, I was right in that goal. And I remember watching. Yeah, there yeah. we had Anton on the other day, and, and he was talking about that as well. And it's it's yeah. really funny. But uh, yeah, yeah, but yeah. but it's it's part of the fabric of West Ham. And you know, we one day. One day we'll be back. One day we'll be back, Shaq. Yeah, one yeah, day, man. Yeah. And I'll be there. Keep the I'll be and there. you'll be there. You and you'll there. be there. Yeah, you can call me. You can call me being there. <laughs> right, cool. Um, let's go and talk about your eleven because we've spoken about some players, and and I, and I, I want to get your, your grip on on your eleven. So the whole idea is, from a fan's perspective, they they pick their eleven based on players that they have been alive to see. So it just right. means that I can't put Bobby Moore in my team because I never right. saw him. So that's fair enough. Right. Otherwise, yeah. Otherwise, people would just pay lip service, wouldn't they? Rather of course, than players. Of course. Yeah, and for the and for the and exactly, and for the players, we pick. You know, we we ask you to pick the players that meant something, or you enjoyed playing with in your time at West Ham, and obviously yeah. that's across both, both both times, which is lovely. Yeah. You know, you've got a nice spread. You know, I sort of spoke to some people, like um, we interviewed Luke Chadwick. He was only there for a season, bless him. But right. he still picked a he still picked a team because it was like yeah, he, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so and obviously you can pick yourself, Shaka. You're okay, allowed to good. pick yourself. Great. All right. All right. <laughs> so can, we'll, I, can I offer myself a contract as well? Can I, can I... <laughs> we had um, we interviewed uh, we interviewed Tony Gale, and Tony Gale put himself as captain, 
penalty taker, free kick taker, uh, manager and first team coach and director of football. So it's like it's, he's just taken over the place. <laughs> right. So who should we have in goal? Should we are we playing the hislopping goal? That's the question. Uh, yes, I, I'll, I'll of course. You give, yeah, you give me liberty to, to, to play myself. I'm going to put myself in goal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Not even going to question that because. All right. You know, proper, you know, I'll be honest, a bit of a fanboy of your shacks. But, no problem, um, no problem. Yeah, no worries. Because I, I remember you used to live around Loughton Way, didn't you, when you was at West Ham? I did. And I, I used to live in Loughton as well. And I used to see All you. Because right. I'm not being funny. You're not like, you know, quite, any, you're quite in, not inconspicuous. You're <laughs> yeah, that's six right. foot, whatever, six foot up. seven yeah. guy walking around in, <laughs> in Safeways in Loughton. I was like, oh my God, it's like when you could actually see your head almost over the... Uh, over the shops, but yeah, no, he's great. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, right, Shaq's in goal. Let's go. Um, what formation? Do you want to play four four two? Um, or? Uh, I've gone four four three one one one. If we can call it that, is, is love my it. team. I've, I've, love it. I, I, a little bit of a spoiler alert here, Russ. All my players are from my first spell. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm going to apologise to everybody in my second spell right now. But um, as I said, that was the most fun I had playing football. Um, and, and I think, especially when you, when you see the names, I, I, yeah. I, I no, thoroughly I to- enjoy playing. I alongside. totally get it. So if, yeah. if 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 Lionel Scaloni is watching, you're not in. Yeah, sorry, sorry, Lionel. Right, let's go. Let's go left back then. Who we got left back then, Shaq? Uh, I've gone Stuart Pierce left back. No, I play with Pierce at, at both Newcastle and West Ham, and yeah. at times he played centre back. But I've picked him as as my left back this time around. Um, as as good a defender as as I've played with anywhere, anytime. I, I loved playing with Pierce. He was tough. He was tough, yeah. but I, I loved playing with him. Yeah, and a nice guy off the pitch, you know, by yes. all accounts. Very nice guy. Yeah, yeah right. Pierce is in. Okay, let's let's go. Let's go right back. Let's go the other side then, Shaq. So we got right, uh, back, right back. I've I've gone for Sebastian Schamel, who um, was as attacking and, and got through more work on that right-hand side than um, almost anybody I've ever wow. played with. And I'll, 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 I, will, uh, I will reveal the almost a little bit later on. But uh, I, I, again, Shem, just for his work rate, yeah. um, may, makes it on, on, on the right-hand side for me. Yeah, great shout. Great shout. Yeah, was, and did, did you play for him when he was at... Portsmouth? Did he play together at Portsmouth nah. as well? No. Uh, at least, I, I don't think so. I, but, no, I, don't, uh, I, I know he went to Portsmouth. They may, may have missed each other, but yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Shemmel's in. Let's go. Let's go centre halves. Let's go centre halves. Who's your, who's your two centre halves? Yeah. Real fit man. I, I don't think I need to explain that at all. <laughs> um, best centre back I played with, bar none. Um, other centre back, Ian Pierce. So I've gone for two Pierces in my team. I don't think I had a better understanding with any defender during the course of my career anywhere than the one I had with Ian Pierce. Wow. I I could read his mind and at times I felt he could read mine. Um so it it, it was it was a really good fit and I'd have Pierce in, in all my teams, every team. Yeah. And 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 he was in my eleven, Shaq, so 
Okay, there you go. You know, there that's you it. Go. You know, we, we we're bonding here. You know, across 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 the pond, we're bonding. Um, for those you don't know, he, he Shax is on the East Coast, America, at the moment. So that's right. Just, that's just right. Why, just in case anyone wonders where you are, you know, <laughs> so, being ESPN and stuff, I think people assume, but I thought better mention that. Right. Okay. We'll put Ian Pearson. Um, just carry on. You just go through the team as you want okay. to, Shax. Uh, I'll go with my my right hand mid right hand side midfielder. I've yep. gone for Frank Lampard again. Another one that that doesn't need. Uh, much of an explanation. Maybe the only explanation is why I've stuck him out on the right. I've just had to make <laughs> space for others. My defensive midfielder is Steve Lomas, um, oh, a captain in, in, in my, my, my first spell. Um, uh, as as good a leader as, as I've played with uh, really? and alongside. And I, I thought he was integral to, to our successes uh, in, in that first, first season. Um, my left-hand side midfielder, I've, I've gone with Trevor Sinclair. And when I was talking about Sebastian Schemmel and, and work rate, second only to Trev. And yeah. again, I've, I've stuck Trev out and left because just because I've, I've had to make space. And, and to be honest, Trev played everywhere. For, mm. I think the only position he didn't play for, for West Ham was, was in goal. And, and, yeah. and I mean that sincerely. He played everywhere. So I, I've stuck Trev out on, out on the left-hand side. Um, okay. So that's my four. That's my four and my three, and I've gone for one, one, one. I've I gone it. for Ayel I, Berkovic. Oh, I, I, I have not seen a better passer of the ball than Ayel Berkovic. He could thread the eye of a needle with with with, with his passing. Um, so again, makes every makes every single team. Yeah. Another team, an, another player that makes every single team. I'm, I'm going to pick uh, Paulo Di Canio. Yeah, another that needs absolutely no explanation. What, and then, what was it? Sorry, Shax. What was it like? What was it like with Paolo training? Uh, it was outstanding, and and really, a lot of people, a lot of people point to that goal that he scored against Wimbledon. Was it? It, yeah. it was Wimbledon, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I've seen him do that countless times in training. Really, countless times. It it was it was not a fluke. It was not something that just came to him in this further moment. Paolo would do this consistently on, on, on the training ground in, in, in Chadwell Heath. So mm-hmm. to see him do it almost didn't, didn't raise much of an eyebrow for me because, you know, when you do, I mean, in a match situation, of course, it's different. But I'd seen him do it so, so many times before. Uh, he mm-hmm. was, his execution and everything was just that good. He was technically, as technically gifted a player as, as, as I'd work with. I mean, he, he was, was a little bit crazy. Um, that, that comes up with party territory. I remember one preseason we played um, at Plymouth. We beat Plymouth 6-1. And, and for some reason, and, and Plymouth scored late on. I can't remember what it was. Um, you know, it's preseason. You make a whole heap of changes. And Plymouth, he is in the dressing room after the game, throwing water bottles and, and going crazy for some reason that nobody knew and nobody bothered. Everybody just kind of carried on like, yep, that's, that's Paolo. That's and that kind of, <laughs> that kind of summed Paolo up. You, you didn't know. He, he was a storm. And, and you weren't quite sure which way the wind was going to blow. And, but again, that's Paolo. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll put Paolo in. And, and then, and then the, the next, carry on, Shaq. The next, next and one. Then, and then my, my, my last player, um, out and out striker, Johnny Hartson. Yeah. Um, I, you could count on John Hartson to, to score goals. John Hartson, I, I need John Hartson in my team as well because he's the only player I could beat in the preseason running. Once the team started running preseason, <laughs> there's, there's, only, uh, there's only ever one person who's behind me. So I, I need John Hartson 
at the very least, so I don't come last in, <laughs> in our preseason. In he's our looking pre-season trim, run. no. I, we've interviewed, <laughs> we interviewed Johnny the other day. He's looking trim. You know, lockdown's listen, been good to him, man. Yeah, yeah, listen, Johnny, Johnny I, listen, I, as much as I poke fun at him, I, I, yeah. I have all the time in the day for, for John Hartson. Um, I, he was as good a guy as, as, as they came, as good a finisher, as ruthless. Um, and, and, had, and, and again, just, just fitted so well into to who we were with that West Ham team in terms of having fun. You know, I have all the time in the day uh, for, for, for Johnny Hart, all, all of yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, and and uh, and and I mean, yeah, it, I mean, to be honest, all those players, I mean, the thing is, like, you're when you played, Jax, it was, I mean, all those players there, that was their most of my players. It's like, it, yeah, it's really, but it's, it's true. It's all, it, it's, it's all about how you enjoyed, and obviously, you, you clearly enjoyed your time, particularly more in the first spell. Obviously, the second spell was, you know, successful as well, but that first spell was, was particularly, yeah. and uh, I mean, as, as good a team as that was, Russ, I mean, some of the names that, that don't make it. Ian Wright, as I mentioned, um, Davos Sucre, yeah. who, you know, from Real Madrid, he doesn't get into to, to that 11. Julian Dix, who, albeit only played sparingly because of his injury, but yeah. West Ham legend through and through, he doesn't get in. Um, Mark Vivian Foy the, the, doesn't get in. The, the names are, are endless as how good they were and, and still can't get into to this yeah, team that can't, can't get to the Hislop 11. I mean, you know, I, I mean, it's, it's, it's a tough 11, Russ. It's a tough 11 <laughs> to break into. <laughs> I mean, you got a good balance as well. You got a few, you know, you got you got a few hard men as well. If it gets a bit yeah. tasty, uh, you've got a, a lot of skill, you know, and I, you know, just I could just see, yeah, the Hartsenberg. What was that Berkovich Hartson connection that uh, unbelievable? Know, that was amazing, I, I, amazing, yeah, time. It really, really amazing was. time, really, really, yeah. really. Was. Shaq's man, look, I won't take you up much longer because I know how much you're sweating because you haven't got any AC in your apartment. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, it's been, it's like bucket list time to be honest interviewing you. And um, I really, really appreciate you taking you're the time. Proud. And everyone will, obviously, because everyone loves, it's the ex-player stuff people really love is finding out about all those stories. But thank you so much for your time, Shaq. Really, really appreciate it. Um, no, I said I'd be about half been... an hour, so about right. <laughs> That's perfect. It's it's it's, uh, it's been a pleasure taking taking this little walk down memory lane again again with you, Russ. It, it really was a special time, and and reliving it always brings back such. And it such comes across, memories. and it comes across so well in the the way your face lit up when you was talking about that time, which is lovely to see. Particularly yeah, being from much. particularly from a long suffering West Ham fan, it's lovely to see <laughs> that. Um, and obviously, thank you to everyone for watching. You know what to do: like, share, subscribe. Uh, and until next time, from me and Shaka, take care, everyone. Stay safe, and we'll see you all again soon. And there's only one way to finish. Cover your eyes. Come, Shaka. Cover your eyes. Cover your eyes. I agree. Here we go. Yes, yes, it. <laughs> <laughs> take care, man. See you soon. Thank you, everybody. Bye bye. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.